Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. So today we're talking all about what if you're finding your positive pants, but your partner's still a negative Nelly. So if you're on your personal development journey to find your positive pants and doing everything you can to make a change, but your other half is still being negative. So I recently got asked this question, how do you deal with this in um, my lovely proactive pants mastermind group? How do you deal with it when you're on this roller coaster journey and you're going after your dreams and you're doing all the mindset work that you need to do to make it happen and really trying to make a change, but your partner is just bringing you right back down. Okay. This subject leads really, really nicely on from actually what turned into one of my most popular um, episodes on how to deal with unsupport, uh, an unsupported partner or friends. So, you know that the stuff that you're learning could help them hugely, but they just don't want to hear it, right? But it's messing with your vibes, yeah? You're still in that stage where you're breaking habits that don't serve you and you're creating new thought processes and new habits that do, but it's still super easy to get sucked back in to your old negative way of thinking. Now, here's the thing. You won't want to hear this, but there is no quick fix. But speaking from a lot of experience. (laughs) Um, And my other half won't mind me saying this at all. Stick with it. So when one of my lovely proactive panthers asked me about this question, I let her know what I felt had worked for me. But then I decided to do a little bit of an experiment and actually ask the significant otter um, what had turned it all around for him. And it turned into a really, really interesting conversation. Now, to, to talk to you about how I got there is important to let you know sort of where I was. If you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I refer to old Fran as Eeyore on a bad day. And unfortunately, it's not an exaggeration. (laughs) I always actually erred on the negative side, even from a teen. It was my little form of protection against what I thought was always going to be inevitable disappointment. You know, I was never good enough. There was a song back in the 90s that I was obsessed with called A Pessimist Is Never Disappointed. And it made so much sense to me that I actually pretty much adopted that mentality. So cheers, Sophie Ellis-Bexler, for that one. <laughs> I'm sure a huge amount of you can relate to that. But what I actually didn't realise until I was much older was that this was a huge symptom of my anxiety and my struggle with anxiety. So I lived with it for most of my life, but things got really, really bad when we had a huge life upheaval just over four years ago. Um, Whatever could have gone wrong, did go wrong. We lost our home, um, moved back with the mother-in-law, all of these different things. Um, And my anxiety and my negativity were, were definitely at their worst. I was averaging probably about three hours of sleep a night, waking up with heart palpitations, catastrophizing until the cows came home about any little thing. Like if, if my other half was, was driving somewhere, if he wasn't back within a few minutes, you know, I would think that he'd had a car crash and all these different things. It was, it was painful. You could have done something really nice for me and I still would have found a way to turn it into a negative. Yeah, I was difficult to be around. So you can see how I needed to take some action and say that enough is enough. 
I don't talk about this too much, but I went to the doctors one day um, around that time for my bad knees, which turned out to be arthritis, but that's the story for another day. I broke down and I came out with antidepressants and that was my rock bottom day. I never took them, which I'm really glad I didn't, but I felt defeated. But it was then, and with that knowing little nudge from the significant otter, that it wasn't right for me to take them. Um, and that is when I decided to turn every, everything around. And I decided that I could. That was my decision made. You'll hear me talk all the time about how you get a choice, okay? I'm always talking about how you have a choice. That was my moment to make my choice, and I made it. And that choice led me here with a totally different mindset. I mean, people genuinely don't recognize me half the time. I don't have the gremlins that are holding me back all the time. I have a business that I love where I'm able to help other people do the same thing in their lives and in their businesses in less time than it took me doing it on my own. <laughs> so why am I telling you all this? To let you really understand and know where I was, how much work it took and how much this journey meant to me. So you can imagine, if your other half isn't quite in the same zone as you when you're trying to do this stuff, it can get pretty difficult, really easy to get dragged in. But spoiler alert, my other half can now unfortunately use all my tools and tricks against me. So be careful what you wish for, my friends. <laughs> so where do you start? The first thing I want you to understand is that you cannot coach someone who doesn't want to be coached and you also cannot force someone to change unless they want to or are ready to. You'll hear me talk a lot about positive paybacks from staying where you are and they will have them until you're ready to change. It's that Tony Robbins quote that you know I love. It, it, change only happens when the pain of staying where you are becomes greater than the pain of the change itself. Yeah. So when you can come at it from that perspective, and put yourself in their shoes a little more, this will become a whole lot easier. So where do you actually start? I started by appreciating where he was at, which at the time was also pretty negative Nelly, and understandably so. We'd really both been through the mill. Um, I knew everything I was learning would really, really help him. But I kind of thought, just you know, don't poke the bear. <laughs> the last thing somebody sometimes wants to hear is that they need help. Sometimes it's like when I say you, you sometimes need a little bit of a sushi roll moment where you can wrap yourself in your duvet, eat some Ben and Jerry's and allow yourself to process and dwell in that time. But what you need to be aware of is how to get back out of it. So what I did was just simply start dropping into conversation what I was learning for myself related to me, not to him, to me and my journey. I simply shared what was going on with me with him. I would occasionally share resources with him in a no pressure kind of way and left it at 100% up to him if he wanted to make use of it or not. I wouldn't bug him and constantly ask, have you read it yet? Have you read it? Have you read it yet? I really think you should read it. I really think you should read it. Don't do that. <laughs> and I'd let him come to me if he actually wanted to discuss anything or go through anything or ask anything. I also shared tools with him that I was learning that he could use in other areas of his life. So again, taking it away from that me and him thing and that being anything wrong with him in inverted commas situation. So many relationships with other people and situations he'd find himself in where I had a tool or a trick um, up my sleeve um, that I knew could help. But I let go of any attachment to him using it. Okay, I was playing the long game. <laughs> I would share what I was reading I mean, again, if you've been following me for a while, you know I get through a minimum of one book a week. It tends to be around three. Um, but I would share what I was reading 
or what I was learning just in general conversation with him. And he started to actually get really interested naturally. I'd start conversations with, I learned this really awesome thing today. Can I tell you about it? You know, almost like asking his permission for me to share it. And then we just have a conversation about it. And essentially what I did was I took the pressure off and brought him on the journey with me by proxy. So I shared where I was at and how I didn't want to live my life that way anymore. I didn't want to wake up in the night with anxiety and heart palpitations. I didn't want to always look at the negative. I didn't want to drive my friends away because I was a pain in the butt to be around. It's difficult being around someone that negative. I know. <laughs> and I was choosing for things to change. And if he made an unhelpful comment, I'd remind them of that in a really loving way, but would keep the open and honest conversation going. You know, he didn't want me to go back to feeling that way. So simple reminder often just made him understand that he was a part of that process. You know, I needed his help to go along with it. And after the question came up in my mastermind, it got me thinking. So I actually asked him what it was that made him get on board. Because I have a tendency to think I'm right about most things. And 95% of the time, <laughs> I probably am. But what he said was really interesting. He said, you just left me to it. And I could see the change in you. So I started paying attention. And it was literally as simple as that. Now, don't get me wrong. It wasn't, it was simple. It wasn't easy. It was tactful. Not every other half or best friend or whoever it may be that is that negative influence in your life not every single one of them will be exactly the same. This was my experience, but the principle of people only changing when they want to or are ready to stands. People enjoying the freedom of choice and not being preached to stands. And the honesty and respect in the process stands. The patience stands, yeah? So if you're struggling with this, give a couple of these things a try and see how you get on. Stay honest and stay patient and stick with it because it's so worth it. I hope that was helpful for everybody. It's a little bit more of a personal one today, so you can really understand where I've been at mindset-wise. And when you've got two people who are in that space and one's trying to change and the other one's just determined to stay a little bit stuck for a while, it can be tough. It can be really tough. But don't let it consume you. You get the choice in that matter. You get the choice to decide what you take on and what you don't. And if you can have that honest and open conversation about where you are and what you need, and the help that you need from that other person, it can only be a good thing. So have a think about that. And let me know if you have any questions. You can always email me on hello at franexcel.com with any suggestions on things you want to hear, any questions you have. Um, I love hearing from you guys. So just always let me know. But I do hope that was really, really helpful for you. And as always, 